0: This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News
1: Radio WHP five eighty. Yeah,
0: welcome back, everybody. To, and I always wanted to do that one too. Another exciting, rip roaring, jam packed, crazy, wonderful. Oh yeah! Oh in yeah. some way, sad episode of no. Latour Live. No. Um. We'll explain sad in a little bit. Uh, Welcome, everybody, back to our show. Joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host and radio icon, Frank Schofield. Central PA radio icon. And, of course, on the big board... Handsome
2: Michael Parks. Parksy, how are you? It's a great day for a whiteout and a great day for radio.
3: You know,
0: I'm going to that Penn State game. I, how are am? You? Yeah, I am. I am. I am, too. Oh, you go scared. Hey, you want to stop by my tailgate? Nope. Why? Because <laughs> I'm already scheduled to go to 19 tailgates. Really? If But if you tell me where your tailgate is and it's on the way to one of those 19, I'm I I'm in the parking by. lot behind the baseball field behind left field. Yeah, I know where that is. I can stop by. You're just going to have to give me directions. Oh, yeah. Come on over. Hey, listen, I'm just glad we made up.
2: Nobody knew there was a there was a uh, What do you mean, Dave?
0: Well, you know, last week you just weren't into the show. <laughs> and and we decided midway through the episode it would be best for you to depart. Can I pause? Sure. Can I pause a second? No, sure. This is the
3: part where I said you missed an opportunity. Yeah, we did. And then uh, he's now doubling
0: down yeah. to try to recoup that magic that has already gone. Now you can go ahead. I'm not yes. trying to recoup it. I'm just glad that we made up. That's all. Because We've well, got an announcement about you coming up a little later in the show. We're going to hold it. It is a world exclusive. Just, hold on. It is a world exclusive. There's nothing to hold on about. I'm just glad we made up. And I want Why do you say what I vow, That's what men do. I vow. I don't think we need to get into it. Well, you just brought it up. I vow to not argue with you today. Can you live up to the same vow? I vow not to get no. in a fight with you today. No. I no. vow I will not fight you today. My this vow, day is too important for you. My vow is to do good radio.
2: Yeah, I would just like the listeners to know I'm either the big brother or the dad I just sit back and just watch (laughs) this happen
3: Last week, Dave and I were bickering He had a couple bits going on We were bickering back and forth One bit didn't work, one time he didn't understand me I thought every every bit worked For the record, every bit worked How about you vow not to interrupt me? How about that? So then, the end of the segment comes and I go Man, I could have played Sudoku And Dave goes, hey, if you want to play Sudoku Why don't you just get out of here? Why don't you just leave the studio? Then he
2: threw something at him.
3: So I I looked at him, and I went, okay. And I got up and left. I said, get out of here. Get
2: out of here. And I left. Threw the R.J. Harris bill at him as he walks out the door.
3: But we made up. So I was upset, and Dave was upset. These things happen. So I called up Dave. Dave apologized. I apologized. We made up. And I said, you know something, Dave? What you missed was you
0: could have made a bit out of it. Oh man. You yeah. should have talked about it. It wouldn't have been real. You, it, it would have been, been real. very real. It wouldn't have been it real. It would have been very I real. Do, I want to do real radio, <laughs> yeah. not not bit radio. Oh, but, I saying, do real radio. but
3: saying Frank had something to do, unfortunately, he's not here. That's real radio.
2: <laughs> I was being
0: sarcastic. No, you weren't. I listened to it. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I listened to it, unfortunately. Yeah. It was I'm burning it was up Twitter. Twitter. I was being sarcastic, number one. Number two, I didn't want to go too hard at you because I know you're very sensitive. I know you're a very sensitive guy. You would have taken things personally, and I felt at this point, you know, uh, you had left the studio. If I, Whether I kicked you out or not is a reason. If I for can debate. handle
3: Scott Stuccio
0: and Bruce Bond, oh, then I can handle you. Yeah. I believe that. I believe those that. are pretty. Those are pretty tough conditions believe, on both counts. I believe that you could handle something like this thirty-five years ago, but now that you're getting older, Frank, your your threshold for Accepting. Dave, when you I long. left this studio very low. I left this studio, oh, yeah. went to
3: Arita's and got a little ice cream, and I was fine. Oh, Frank, oh, yeah. Frank is in radio sales. Do you don't think, think he gets beat up every
2: single day like that? Yeah. yeah.
0: My boss, sell more, oh. sell more.
2: Yeah. yeah sell.
0: We're gonna have a, we're gonna a dog. Have a, we're dog gonna have a discussion about that. Okay. We're gonna have a discussion about that coming up later on. A world exclusive here yeah. at Latour Live. Earth-shattering. I, earth so, I have
3: so many things in. Listen, current events that I want to talk about. There's so yeah, much going listen, on. Listen, I accept
0: your apology, just, just so you know. I, well, I, I did that last week, I, but I don't know why we're doing it. I, now.
3: I do accept your
0: apology. I said listen. that on the phone. Listen, we have a, do have a lot of things to get to yes. today if, if, you, if, if you're going to play nice. We do have a lot of things, and you'll actually be here for the whole show this week.
3: And you won't throw me so, out? Yeah.
0: We do have a lot of things to get to. I asked uh, I asked our listeners to send me things they wanted us to talk about oh. and discuss. It's amazing how many people really care about what we say about things and really find it interesting. So we do have a lot of things to get through. I want to hear what you want to talk about, Frank. Obviously, that's very important, but I think one of the first things we got to talk about is the Cosby verdict like right off the How bat. How about it? I mean, Bill Cosby's going to Why jail. Why do you take his shirt off
3: to come out of the courtroom?
0: What was that they, about? They, they, may, they you you make take, you take the jacket off. Yeah, you off. take that
3: stuff off. You take his shirt off? Yeah, you take your no, jacket off. you take off. a shirt off. He, he did. He came, off. he
0: came out in a white t-shirt. Then you, he took his dress shirt off. Yeah, you take some stuff off before you go to jail because you don't want that stuff to stay in yeah, storage suspenders. for the next three to ten years. Oh. I mean, because he'll be out in three years, maybe six months before that for good behavior. But i tell you what I loved. You know, as a a PR guy, I loved how completely insane and immature his PR team is (laughs) completely (laughs) complete. And what I also love is when they were trying to speak after the trial, there was someone continuously yelling at them. So here here's one of here's uh, here's uh, Bill Cosby spokesperson. What the heck is this guy's name? Andrew Wyatt. This guy did you not get that gig? Thank God I didn't get You should have had that. That's crisis control there. Yeah, here, here, here is here's the guy. Here's Andrew Wyatt. It's only about 30 seconds. Mr. Cosby knows that
1: God is watching over him. He knows that these are lies. They persecuted Jesus, and look what happened.
2: Not Not is Jesus, but we know what this country has done to black men for centuries. So Mr. Cosby's doing fine. He's holding up well. And everybody who wants to say anything negative, you're a joke as well. Thank you.
0: What was great that you didn't hear there is uh, there's an AP reporter, friend of mine, Mike Mike Cisack, uh mm. is based down in Philly, and he immediately shouts a question at him, and he says, "Was Jesus? Uh, did Jesus commit sexual abuse against women too?" Ooh. And the guy I looked at him, he said, <laughs> guy looked at him and said, no, Mike, have you? And then he walked away, oh, my you know, but Mike, I thought Mike buried him with that yeah. question. Like, you don't bring up Jesus but Christ. And you know, no. this I love how, you know, all of a sudden everybody's racist against Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was America's dad. He crossed all racial loved lines him. and boundaries. Loved I loved him. Yes. I loved this show. I grew up on the Cosby show. But, you know, now that he's going to jail for committing horrendous crimes and you could argue at age 81, only getting three years, he got off lightly compared to his victims. Right. There's nothing racist about that. That's about justice. And he had deep pockets to have a good to have a good legal team. Uh he uh, he made gazillions of dollars during his lifetime. Sure, you know the world tried to be very good to Bill Cosby, and he spit in his face. I mean, that's quite frankly the I, deal there.
3: So, what headline of the New York Post or the Daily <laughs> News did you like better? The Daily News had Jello, <laughs> <laughs> and the New York Post said. Cuff Huxtable, Cuff, Huxtable. Cuff, Cuff Huxtable <laughs>
2: instead of Cliff Huxtable. Right Cuff Huxtable or Jello.
3: Jello is pretty
2: funny though. I give it to the Jello. Oh, I, I, yeah. I give it to Jello.
3: I give it to
0: Jello. Pudding Pops, Jello. I, mm, I man mean, not better. <laughs> can, you, can you believe what is going on? I, I can't believe Bill Cosby's going to jail. I mean, that says something a lot about the Me Too movement. you knew this was going to happen. But what's crazy is everybody knew for years that he did it. Everybody knew for years about these things. And until that comedian, Hannibal Burris, got up at a live show in Philly and said, You guys are laughing. You guys all support Bill Cosby and he raped women. And that's when people took notice again. Right. I mean, literally a stand up routine by a guy who was making a point that you're just ignoring stuff and we as a society you can talk about Bill Clinton you can talk about Donald Trump you can talk about Harvey Weinstein, people knew this stuff for years. Do you think think he's going to jail?
3: Harvey Weinstein?
0: I don't know enough about the cases do I think he deserves to go to jail? Absolutely, but you know there's a difference between what we think and what the and and what a court can do with the evidence it has, what a, what a prosecutor Les can Moonves?
3: do. Laszlo Nunez, he's in trouble now. There's so many people.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, and I think it's good that the uh, chickens are coming home to roost. Quite frankly, Kevin Spacey,
3: gone. You'll never even completely see completely disappeared. Gone. He he was so pre- prevalent. So
0: so, not only was he erased, he was completely erased out of a movie of that a he mo- did. They, they reshot a movie. They completely His reshot policy. the scenes with Christopher Plummer, who got nominated for an Academy Award. Wow. Yeah. I mean... It's crazy. And by the way, I saw the shots of Spacey in that movie he Played, tried to play a much older man. The makeup was wacky. Right. The makeup didn't work at how all. Oh, James Just Franco? Just hire
3: Christopher Plummer. Did Franco get affected by that? I mean, remember they took a shot at him right after he won the oh, Oscar? Yeah.
0: No, he didn't win the Oscar. Uh, remember, He won the Golden Globe because you didn't think he deserved an Oscar. Right. Um. But yeah. d- does he still have legs? I, I guess we'll find out. There's a lot of people... It depends on how you react. Here's the other... It really does. We got about two minutes here. Here's the... Uh, no, I can't find that. I had the other Cosby spokesperson and she was yelling Camille Cosby statement out there. How can you be Camille Cosby and talk about racism and, you know, illegal? Yeah. Like the D.A. of Montgomery County uh, wants to convict Bill Cosby so bad that he's willing to break the law. I mean, are you kidding me? There was a hung jury the first time. The biggest mistake they made after that hung jury yeah. uh, last year was to brag about it as, as if it somehow exonerated him. Camille Cosby came out of the courtroom that day and gave this lengthy statement about how corrupt the DA was. The first thing you should do is shut your mouth and hope that they don't retry the case. Don't stick a finger in I don't. I have a feeling they didn't understand what a hung jury was, that it was not a not guilty. It could be. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was insanity what they did from A to Z when it came to PR. It's stunning to me that, a, a again, a multi-gazillionaire like Bill Cosby could be so emotional and, and have such unprofessional team teams of people representing. I wish it. you, man. So we're going to have an exciting show today on Latour Live. Uh, well, again, a quarter of it's
3: gone. We only have three quarters left now.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for that. That's good math. That's good math. Uh, coming up a little bit. Did you guys know we're less than one year away from the proposed closing of Three Mile Island?
3: You know, I like the, the new Dave Flotor. The proposed this is nice.
0: closing of Three Mile Island. We're going to have Dr. Paul Stockton on. He's manager director of Washington-based Sonicon, a securities and e- economic advisory firm. He's going to have a very unique take on why the closure of Three Mile Island – economic impact aside would be a really dangerous thing not just for Pennsylvania but the United States we're going to talk to him in a little bit but then uh, coming back in our next segment lots of things our uh, our listeners want us to talk about and discuss we're going to run through them and I'm sure Frank has a couple of things he wants to get off his chest as well we'll be right back Latour Live WHP 580, WHP580.com
1: The tour live with Dave and Frank on News Radio WHP five eighty.
0: All right, that's some that's some good tunes there, Frank. Who, who was that? Who is that?
3: Uh, that's the record company.
0: They're the, good. The record company.
3: They're really good. They're three guys. Got I actually like that.
0: Music director. Hey listen you know it's a great segue cuz a lot of our listeners talk about how boring our bumper music is when we when we go in and out except for the Tottenham Hotspur song of course. That's horrible. Uh, it's a wonderful song. You
2: explain to the people too we're doing this very very primitively we're holding having Frank's iPhone held Frank's? up to the microphone. Yeah. Fra- but I'm we'll, surprised we'll, we'll it work came on that. way, But uh, it's, well, it's it's fine. It's good music. It was my it was my way of getting back at them for we enjoy
0: music. Yeah, so a lot of our listeners are like, that music really stinks. And that's an excellent segue into our next segment. We've got a lot of questions from liz- listeners who want us to kind of address some issues. The first issue, Frank, comes from a longtime listener. Long-time listener, never a caller. Should I have done my homework for this? No, no. I think it's an interesting question. You know, we're talking about the Me Too movement and Cosby and and all those things. The question is, is chivalry still important? Oh, I believe. Should so. we still open? Hold, let me get it all out. Should we still be should men still open? And I think it's an interesting question. Should men hug women in public? Should men give women a kiss on the cheek in public who aren't their significant others? Cuz we wouldn't do that to guys. We wouldn't walk up to a guy and kiss him on the cheek unless we were European. Um would should we open doors for women or is that being sexist? I think it's I think they're kind of honest and fair questions that I never really thought about. You know? Um, I believe there is honor
3: in chivalry. Yeah, and I—that's part of the character that I would want to embrace. Sure. And but I want it. I like it both ways though too. I mean, I like when when my partner does something for me as well. But and I respect whatever's done. The what would that as well. be? What would that be? Opening the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Yeah, it's Dave. a look you had on your face. There. Nice That's try. Right. Dave.
1: What do you think, yeah.
2: Parksy? Would
0: you open a door for a oh,
2: woman? Oh, I always do. I'm yeah. always like every time. I if too. I see, if I honestly, if I see a woman who looks nice, <laughs> I did this when I was out going my way to a wedding and there were these two wonderful older black ladies who were sitting there and they were all dressed up. And I said, ladies, I said, you just absolutely look stunning today. And then they just made a big fuss about it and uh, and I do that all the time. I think older women appreciate it more. Yeah. I'm not sure about younger
0: women, but I think I've I think I've fallen along the lines of this. Like I will not hug or kiss a woman in public unless I have a good relationship with them. Right. Otherwise I'm gonna it's <laughs> good to know. Well dunno, but what well, I mean yeah, is we, what I mean is down. if I've just meeting somebody for the first time or I've just a couple times or I, I sorta know them. You know, some people are just huggers, is my point. Yes. They're huggers. Yes. They'll kiss somebody on the cheek. I, my kind of rule is, would I do that to a guy in a business setting? And the answer is no. Uh, but I would hug a guy, a buddy of mine, a, a good friend of mine, somebody who's close to me, I would absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. So, But if I didn't, I would reach out and shake a hand. And I think I need to apply that same rule to women moving
2: forward. I always do that, let people in front of me in line. You know, if it's a man, but mostly if it's a woman, if she needs help carrying stuff, if she does things, hold the door. I have no problem with that, and it makes me feel good.
0: Pay for a lunch. Whatever. If you're just hanging
2: out, I won't that far.
3: Oh, I will.
0: <laughs> Next question. Mm-hmm. And this was a popular one. What do we think of Gritty? The new Philadelphia Flyers <laughs> mascot. <laughs> yeah, Frank. Oh, I mean, I'm who has just Frank. kind of taken over. Like, I think the Flyers and Gritty have won Twitter and the internet this week. I mean... The coverage they're getting for for introducing such a weird mascot is remarkable. Mark, you, wanna get, or you want to go? Yeah, no, go you go. I, I'll go. I'm, I know I'm, you're a big hockey guy. I'm old curious. Barn
3: hockey Show, by the way, starting up on October 8th, right here on, uh, four, it's not on 1460, the ticket. We'll be having our 11th season. We'll be starting. Congratulations. Hockey. Thank you. 11 seasons is a, That's a is lot. That's a lot. Um, I think Gritty is okay. I think they nailed yeah. it. I think they nailed it. I think they got it right. People were upset. It embraces the team the philosophy of the city it's not pretty it's not it's just it's just a hot mess
2: and like philly yeah I like the like way flyers hockey he, he complimented them but slammed him in the yeah, same thing yeah, yeah, yeah and it's just
3: but i think it's going to work i think it's going to be <laughs> I, I
0: i don't think it's something that's going to go away unless they really push back hard i'm a on flyers it. fan and it initially just I, it just to me did not speak like Flyer like it was this i'm a flyers fan and a steelers fan it was like the steelers getting a a a, a, a mascot a couple years ago stealing McBean. Yeah. i'm like the steelers don't need no. a mascot we I don't have feel, cheerleaders either and i kind of feel the same way being a flyers fan like we don't need a mascot but to your point I can see Philly because everybody He's hates him like it. like like the penguins yes. had a great tweet come back that the penguins retweeted the picture gritty and just said L O L okay. You know? <laughs> and then Gritty so, went back at them. But I kind of think br- I think Philly will rally around Gritty. Like at some point they'll get over how scared they are of, of Gritty and rally around him.
3: One of the guys on my hockey show, Brock Kirshner, he texted and said what a lousy mascot that this Gritty Yeah, was. he
2: told Dave about this right. before we went on the air today. I M- it was
3: hilarious. McGrady Responds back said, "Hey, gritty. listen to your podcast, and it sucks." So yawn. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great.
0: <laughs> See, I that's love, what I love. Gritty, engaging people. I, and like, I giving want, it
2: back to him. I want a voice for Gritty, and so you know, we always like think Gritty should have like saying, "Yeah, go ahead, Penguin, keep one eye open." Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he needs to have a voice, but with the words of having a Twitter I account. A be good. your I, buddy had a great line on Twitter.
0: He said, "Gritty <laughs> as." Finally done the empire. Hell is freezing over because Flyers and Penguins fans all agree that they don't like Gritty. But now I think public sentiment is rallying to support I Gritty. I Gritty wins. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, next couple of questions. Uh, does Brett Kavanaugh get confirmed by the Senate is another popular question. My answer is I have no frigging idea. There could be a vote by the time we... Yeah. Now we record on Wednesdays. We go up on our podcast immediately. Our show airs, as everybody knows, every Saturday at two o'clock on WHP five eighty. But we're available pretty immediately on iTunes and and uh, the uh, the, podcast page, on, uh, the podcast page on the iHeart Podcast page on WHP five eighty dot com. I just don't know, Frank. Here's,
3: here's here's what Trump did well. Tomorrow, Thursday, is when the testimony is right. Yeah.
0: Always that gonna be crazy.
3: Okay, but well, guess what else they just conveniently scheduled tomorrow on Thursday. Rod Rosenstein is going to be visiting the White House. So now they're going to have two events, so they'll be able to just take a little bit of that noise away and dampen it down a
0: little bit and confuse the air a little bit. And that's what they do. I think my prediction here is, I get that, but you gotta, you gotta. That's going to be beside the point. You're either going to confirm this guy or you're not. And my prediction is. Politics always wins out over common sense, and this is about greed and power. So my expectation is, regardless of what happens here on Thursday, they're going to move quickly to move his move his confirmation out of committee, <clears throat> get this thing up for a vote, and get it done before the election in case Republicans lose the Senate. Aren't they voting Friday? Well, that's yes. my point. Yeah. That that's my point is they're going they're going to vote for him. Republicans are going to do everything they can to confirm him. But I say that saying poly, dirty politics is a two way street, and I think Democrats have handled this horribly. I think what they have done is inexcusable. I think holding back so-called evidence because I don't know if it's real evidence or not until after the entire vetting process was over just to try and delay this through the election is some of the worst politics I've ever seen in my life. It has made a mockery of the confirmation of a, of a, of, a, of a of a potential Supreme Court justice. So I think both sides have been pretty bad throughout this process but but Democrats act like they're holier than now, and that drives me crazy. We got four minutes. What left. did you think
3: about the Kavanaugh interview on Fox when he said, You know, I've never really drank in college. I didn't have sex until boy, after college. I don't, think, I, I don't even know what's happening. I don't think here.
0: Kavanaugh should have done an interview period. Right. I think it was a big mistake to do an interview. I think he sounded too rehearsed. Okay. Uh I would not have I would not have done the interview. I think his his statements that he issued were very powerful denials. Very convincing and powerful denials, and he should have left it there. Last two issues.
3: Oh, I hope one was one I want.
0: <laughs> Somebody wants to know our favorite movies got him. in space. Got him Space. It, got space how, how did you know?
3: I saw it on Twitter.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Your favorite movies in space. Well, no, I got
3: three. I got four. Go ahead. Mars Attack.
2: Good movie. We talked about that Arrival.
3: Last Amy mm, Adams, man. things comes down, opens up. She actually talks in Alien. They actually had aliens that didn't mm, look like aliens. Okay, anyway. Okay. Galaxy Quest, Tim Allen. Great movie. One of the oh, most yeah. underrated oh, really, movies Really, really. And my final They're one.
0: coming to kill Guy. I know.
2: I love my that.
3: My final is Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar. Oh, I can't stand that
0: movie. Why? It was some weird thing, like he ended up being in one. their bedroom against a bookshelf yeah, no, or it something. A, it was a time shift thing. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Well, no that, offense. I that's yours. That's mine right there. Yeah, that's yours. Okay. What's, what's right, mine ahead, are, I don't have any. mine are my number one all time space favorite movie, Aliens. It came out Christmas Day when I was a little kid yeah. and my dad Sigourney. took me to see it at the Harrisburg East Malls AMC five theater. Hmm. And that scared the you out know the what? Shh. No, no. Aliens two oh. that'd be aliens. Aliens. The second one was my all-time favorite. That's where the Marines, he went back with the Marines yeah, and they went there. Da- oh, yeah, with the great Bill Paxton part. Bill Paxton Game out. over, man. Yeah, what are we going to do, man? <laughs> so that was my favorite. I also put The Martian up there with uh, with uh, Matt Damon. That was one got, of my favorites. When he I got marooned. I think Gritty would say... <laughs> oh, I love The Martian because <laughs> I loved it. I loved it because it wasn't traditional. It was all about science and how yes. he had to survive, how he had to create a world where he could survive there. And then, obviously, I think it goes without saying. Like I'm just a big Star, Star Wars, Wars fan. I always was a Star Wars fan. So if I had to pick a Star Wars, movie, you probably picture yourself in that role. I'd go with Empire Strikes Back. So. No, Spaceballs. No, no. my son though. No. My son who wants to be hey, a biomedical is, engineer it, wants to go to space. Is, is the last <laughs> Spaceballs is great. Is the
3: last Star Wars movie any good? The solo one? No,
0: I didn't like Oh, I like solo. Yeah, I like I solo. Like that solo. was right. I didn't outward, like, right? I d- yeah, I didn't like the other one. All right, we got about well, a minute left. Last one? question. Oh. Biggest movie badass. Biggest movie oh, badass. And one of the suggestions was Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. Never Another one it. was that. Wow, you never saw Escape from New York? Mm. Biggest badass. Terminator badass. is one of them. Dirty yep. Harry. I'm not prepared for this You know? One. Really? No. Really? Can't pick out a bad guy? Can't pick out a real tough bad guy. I mean, I think Snake Plissken's a really good
2: one. Any but- of those guys on Apocalypse with the Bruce Willis, when they had to go up and uh, blow up the asteroid?
0: No, that was... Um, was that it a, was. Uh, it's not Apocalypse. No, it's not an Apocalypse. Right now, everybody at home is uh, telling tell us you. what that movie yeah. is. I, Armageddon. Armageddon. That
2: movie Armageddon. The no.
3: guy in, in in glorious Bruce Bastards. Willis. I'll go
2: with Bruce Willis as a bad guy. Yeah, badass. but no,
0: it's got to be. It's got to be you like iconic. Yeah. You're looking badass. for a leather tote. And I ask, I honestly think the biggest badass all time in screen history is Dirty Harry. I think it's got to be Dirty Harry. So you're looking
3: for a villain? Are you looking? It could for be a anybody. A
2: badass.
0: A tough. I like guy. Bruce Willis. A tough gal. So you're looking for a. Not Bond,
2: it's, though. It's got to be a part. A badass.
0: It's got to be a part. You just can't say Bruce Willis. Well,
2: what was his name? Detective. Uh...
0: John Mac- John uh, uh, McCain. Yeah. John McCain. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying
3: an action figure. It was
0: John McCain. It was John McCain. So you're so right. saying an action hero, not a Bond. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. There's a total badass in cinema, and Listen, that's why I think it's Dirty sent, Harry.
3: Whoever sent that question, and we need a more defined question.
0: All right, we'll look for it's a really, new defined question. Really We're going to be right back. With our guest, Dr. Paul Stockton We're going to talk about next year at this time TMI, Three Mile Island Could be closed Latour Live, WHP 580, 580 WHP580.com
1: Latour Live with Dave Latour And Frank Schofield On News Radio, WHP
3: 580 Well, I'm not, I'm not Turn me on tonight.
0: And welcome back to Latour Live. And
3: you love that ad. I was like, eh, it's, a, it's always. It's with you. It's, I don't know it always, why. It always starts with and. Well, I can't
0: be, but.
3: Well, you just said, alright, we're back. We're back.
0: Hey. Alright. Alright, we're back. So one of the big issues taking place in central Pennsylvania that people really aren't thinking about is TMI, it was announced a few years ago that uh, if it didn't get help from the government, uh, particularly in this case, state government, that TMI, uh, the owners of TMI Exelon have decided that they would close TMI on September 20th, 2019. So we are now on a countdown, less than one year. You know, people might say, what's the big deal? Uh, well, they employ 675 people in central Pennsylvania. They pay $100 million in local taxes. They Their employees contribute to the community, buy goods and services in the community. And then there's the whole issue of clean and reliable energy. A uh, little-known fact, Frank, TMI produce more carbon-free energy than all the state's other renewable energy outlets combined. That's a lot. That's a lot of clean energy.
3: I love TMI.
0: You love I
3: life. do, man. I love it from the accident way back then, the memorable moments of part of my life. But then also, third my, grade. I
0: was in third grade
3: with my pontoon boat. Float by it every you know summer day that I
0: float up and down right beside that baby. So there's actually a unique homeland security angle to this, and that's why I wanted to have Dr. Paul Stockton on. He's a former official with the uh, U.S. Department of Defense, and now he's uh, he's uh, he works with a firm in Washington D.C. called Sonicon. Did I pronounce that correctly, Doctor? Sonicon? You
1: got it exactly right. And you know what? Paul will work great.
0: Thanks, Paul. Really appreciate you having on to, having us on today. So could you explain for our listeners who obviously understand all the economic benefits to, to TMI? Can you explain to them some the angle that most concerns you when it comes to the potential closing of Three Mile Island?
1: Absolutely. A closing TMI is part of trend across the nation that is jeopardizing U.S. security. Military bases around Pennsylvania depend on the power that's generated and transmitted out of Pennsylvania to all of these military bases on which U.S. security depends. Sure, the bases have temporary emergency power generators, but for them really to do the job, they need reliable, resilient power. That's what TMI helps provide, And that's what makes TMI different from power generators that rely on the flow of gas that adversaries can try to attack and interrupt.
0: So you're really talking about terrorism at the end of the day.
1: I'm talking about terrorism, but I'm also talking about Russia and China, the big potential state adversaries that in some future crisis might say, hey, we've got a card to play. Let's turn off the flow of natural gas on which power generation increasingly depends in middle Atlantic states and around the nation. So
3: you are saying terrorism.
1: I'm saying terrorism, but I'm also talking about attacks by Russia and China using cyber weapons and physical cyber attacks. Cyber weapons and physical You bet. Uh, we're oh. in the new cyber era here, uh, China and Russia, along with Iran and other countries, They're increasingly capable, and we need to understand the value of nuclear power because those plants are specially protected. They're required to be protected against cyber and physical attacks in in ways that gas fire generators are not.
0: Paul, can you explain a little bit how they are required? What, what What do you mean by they're required to have more protections? I mean, could couldn't the devil's advocate say, well, hackers could still get into Three Mile Island and wreak havoc if they want? What What is the difference that you see as a professional between the two?
1: Great question. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission has special standards, mandatory standards, that TMI and other nuclear power plants need to meet. To protect themselves from cyber attack or physical attacks. Very, very stringent, very tough and well matched to the increasingly severe threats that they face. What we've got for natural gas fired power generators is a flow of natural gas where no such standards, nothing remotely equivalent exists to ensure that the cyber pipe. I'm sorry. The gas pipelines can survive cyber attacks.
0: Paul, it's been uh, 17 years since 9/11, uh, when our country suffered a horrible terrorist attack. Do you mean to tell me, in all that time, in 17 years, that our gas supply lines are virtually there's virtually no security around them?
1: Well, gas uh, company owners and operators deserve a lot of credit for strengthening the security of their gas pipelines. But they don't have any mandatory standards. There's no requirements for them to meet basic minimal requirements. And that's why nuclear power plants have such an advantage in terms of national security.
3: Is is this a done deal? I mean, you seem to be talking in a tense that this can be reversed, that maybe it won't be shut down. Maybe we could do something. There's nothing we can do to stop this TMI from shutting down, is there?
1: Well, there's a couple things that could be done. First of all, the state of Pennsylvania can take emergency actions to make sure that the state is able to uh, retain the uh, the, uh, zero carbon benefits and national security benefits of uh, having TMI generating power, just as Illinois, New York, and other states have done to protect their nuclear generators from premature closure. The second thing over time is we need to make sure that the added resilience value, the added security value of power generated by nuclear plants gets priced into the market, gets paid for in a way that currently it isn't.
0: Let me ask you this question Do you think are, are, so our are, if if everything you say is correct, our nuclear facilities are the safest among the safest facilities anywhere in in America quite frankly is what you're saying there so what you so what we what we basically need to do is without nuclear power you're saying if we suffer a direct hit to our gas lines in the United States without nuclear power power we're in big trouble we're sunk
1: big trouble because that base load that constant 24 7 365 power the nuclear power plants to provide, that's the bedrock for national security. We need to protect it, uh, and we need to do so in a way that also recognizes the terrific climate benefits that nuclear power provide. And thank you for mentioning that in your opening remarks.
0: I think it goes without saying. I'm I'm a big supporter of nuclear. Let me ask you this quick question, Paul. Can you sort of scenario, paint a scenario for us? Let's say TMI closes. Let's say a couple other nuclear facilities close and all of a sudden our gas lines get attacked, uh, we get hacked, et cetera, et cetera. Can you sort of paint a picture for what would happen?
1: Sure. What would happen is we're not going to have the power generation that the nation needs to serve all of those critical loads that are essential for not only national security, military bases, et cetera, but also public hospitals, everything that's required for public health and safety. Big water plants, for example, that provide safe and clean drinking water for the citizens of Pennsylvania. Those critical loads need power. If adversaries cut off the flow of gas on which power generation increasingly depends, they got a big card to play in some future crisis. Do
0: you think the big problem here in America is to an extent that we never think we're going to be attacked? What you're talking about almost sounds like something out of Hollywood uh, is is that does that work against us? That whole sense of nobody can ever beat us, and certainly nobody's ever going to try and pick on us in our own backyard.
1: Absolutely, and that's why the Secretary of Defense, Secretary Mattis, and Secretary of Homeland Security Kirsten Nielsen made a couple of big, important statements for your listeners to think about. Secretary Nielsen said a few days ago, you know, after nine eleven, the United States and Homeland Security was focused on threats of terrorism. Now the big threats are coming from the risk of Russia, China, or other big powers attacking the United States. They've got capabilities that are vastly more capable than uh, those possessed by uh, terrorists. We need to scale up the resilience of our energy sector accordingly.
0: We have about three minutes left with Dr. Paul Stockton. He he prefers that we call him Paul, Managing Director (laughs) of Washington-based Sonicon. A security and economic advisory firm, but also a former member of the Department of Defense, and uh, you were in Harrisburg this week to uh, talk to legislators on the Hill about this issue. What do you th- what What kind of reception did did your message get up on the Hill?
1: Well, I was impressed by the expertise of the members of the Nuclear Energy Caucus. Those legislators and senators and representatives are really on the ball in terms of understanding why. Preserving nuclear power is so important. I was honored to be able to support them. We got down and dirty into exactly why it's so vital to retain a TMI uh, and a nuclear power plants across the nation in terms of protecting the ability of the Department of Defense to fight and win our nation's wars, because increasingly, in order to operate abroad, we need our military bases and our ports up and running here in the United States. The bad guys know that. They may attack the flow of gas on which power generation depends accordingly.
2: Paul, quickly, um, if shut down, will it be decommissioned right away or will it just go into hibernation? And how long would it take saying, hey, we made a mistake, we need to turn this thing back on?
1: Once they're turned off, they're extremely expensive to turn back on. If we say goodbye to TMI, it's goodbye forever. Wow. And let's make sure that that doesn't happen.
0: When you say expensive and you say forever, I mean, what are we talking about? I mean,
1: I'm, I'm not uh, the expert on these kinds of technical deals, sure. but once you decommission a nuclear power plant, put it into shutdown mode, uh, remove the uh, nuclear materials, uh, then it's extraordinarily difficult and time-consuming and expensive to restart that reactor. It isn't done. It won't be done with TMI. This is our last best chance to save nuclear power in Pennsylvania.
0: Dr. Paul Stockton, Managing Director of Washington-based Sonicon. Thanks for joining us. We hope to have you on again in the future.
1: My pleasure. Thank Take you. Take care,
0: Paul. Bye-bye.
3: Just make it a village. Make it a town. What, what do you mean, make it a, a village? A little square. Like, it'll be okay. Three Mile something. Island? Yeah.
0: It'll be I a think, community. I think, I think his message park. is pretty interesting, though.
3: Oh, I think it is, too.
0: I think it's scary. Hey, uh, Latour Live, we got one segment left, our world-exclusive Right here at Latour Communications, coming right back, WHP 580, WHP580.com. Latour Live lives on our podcast page at WHP580.com. That's a good tune. Great tune. It's a really good tune.
3: Elvis Costello, back in the day, 85, like when we were coming through college, Elvis was the man.
0: Yeah, he sure was.
3: Veronica, remember Veronica?
0: Yeah, that was an older one, I a newer it like, one of his though. was probably second or third. Alice yeah. in his first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It
3: was good stuff. Yeah.
0: So listen, you know, this is normally the time of our show that we call Clean Up and we get right into what are you watching on TV. I got stuff. I know you got stuff, but what we want to talk about first has something to do with Frank. Frank has a big announcement to make. Frank, we're going to let you make the announcement, but but, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa. We we actually
0: have a sound effect set up for this because this (laughs) is a Latour Live (laughs) World exclusive breaking Breaking news news on Latour Latour live. Live. (laughs) So. <laughs>
3: that's the worst sound i ever. <laughs> ever. Play that, play that again. Play yeah, here. play it
0: again. <laughs> oh, <crazy>. Breaking news <laughs> on the tour <laughs> live. Latour live. That's horrible. Parksey, that's your voice. Breaking
2: news Duh. on the tour live.
0: Okay, stop it. And- Oh, I love the I love the music yeah, as yeah, it yeah. tails off. So, so you like
2: that version better? That's
0: actually, yeah, yeah, I actually like that. With that. So Frank, you know, you are a Central Pennsylvania radio icon, yes, and you have been <laughs> uh, for thirty-five years in various uh, forms, one form or another. The last eighteen of which with uh, Clear Channel now iHeartMedia. Yep. You are actually here to announce today that you are making a change. You're yep. making a significant I have,
3: change. I have decided, uh, I have accepted a job at another company, and I, this will be my last week here at iHeartMedia. I'm leaving, what the, the? I am leaving the radio business, and I have accepted a position at Harrisburg University. Hmm. At Harrisburg University. They have given me a great opportunity that I'll be creating uh, a music concert series throughout the year to help brand the university, get the word out, similar to what you saw this weekend with Lit, Alien Ann Farm, and Atlas Genius. At the Hugh Fest. At the Hugh Festival. That was one of my... Did you run that, the Hugh well, Festival? There's a lot of people involved in that. I'm not going to sure. take credit for that. There was a lot of great
0: people involved in that. that we put
3: Let's in.
2: just say, Dave, on the seventh day, Frank rested. How
0: right. was the How was the turnout? How was the turnout for you? Fest? It was great. A lot but, of students there? Um, it was a very
3: complicated event because the colleges, there's 32 colleges that came in for the
2: Overwatch tournament esports tournament. Yeah,
3: right. and it was great. If you saw what JPL did, if you saw in the theater, there was a lot of energy.
2: PCN televised it.
3: it, it yeah, it, it was yeah. live on PCN for 8 hours. It was, was a big cool. it was a big deal. Yeah, a really big deal. And then there's the other side of it, which was my end of it, which was the concert side, the music side, the celebration on sure. the back
0: end. So it was a lot of fun. So that so you're going to you're going to start. You're going to you're going to create basically a music scene for Harrisburg University concert series
3: where we'll have subscription base, but we're going to always try to get their name out about the con- about the university because the university is really doing a fantastic job. They're really growing really really sure fast. Sure are. Uh, the next show that we're doing is going to be the Struts at Club XL. The Struts opened up for the Foo Fighters all year, and if you know anything about music and the Struts, they're really cool. I mean, yeah. they they got a lead guy that's just like Freddie Mercury, and the Struts are a great band. They strut. They do. Do You know, they're really cool no, band. You no. should check them out. They're
0: really really cool. So
3: they were on a America's Got Talent just uh, the other night.
2: Oh no kidding! We,
0: Did
3: yeah. they
2: win? No,
3: no. No, they, they were disgusting. They, they were disgusting. Guessing. They came in and guessed
0: it. They're a big band. And now they'll be in Harrisburg. They'll be in Club, Club, XL, Club XL, XL as a Get your tickets. As, as a
3: Thanksgiving as a, Eve, right, Frank?
0: A, a branded hu event. Harrisburg University Concert Series show,
3: absolutely. And then the other part of that is I'm going to be opening up an advertising agency inside the university
0: as Within well. Within the university.
3: Yeah. It's going to be part of uh, part of the community. They needed they needed somebody kind of to help them out with some things, and they came to me and made an offer. And I think uh, I'm very thankful and humbled by President Darm, what he's been letting me do. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think
2: what Harrisburg U is doing, and you're probably familiar with it, Dave, is that they actually bring people who've done it, people who teach who've done it before, yeah. instead of like faculty members who... Teach for them. They bring in, yeah. They bring in the successful businessmen, either retired or ongoing business yes. people, yeah. and they teach the kids saying, hey, this is how it's like in the real world.
3: Yeah, it's very entrepreneurial.
0: I think that's fair. Yeah. And yeah, so you so start?
3: I start on uh, Monday, next week.
2: Monday, yeah, October.
0: First. Is that October?
3: Yeah. No, no, October, so one. October 1. October One's 1 is
2: Monday.
0: Monday.
3: Whoa. It's here, buddy. September's gone. What do
0: you want to say to iHeart? What do you want to say to iHeart? Oh, I thought... don't get me started, Dave. I'll
3: start weeping. But yeah. no. 18 years, right? No, I'm still going to be. I'm going to be part of the Latour show. The Old Barn Hockey show is going to continue. Park City. Mm-hmm. I'm not really leaving in a sense. I'm part of the advertising community, and the marketing community. I'm going to be able to do more on the outside than I was able to do on the inside. I'm really looking forward to this next chapter of my life. It's going to be great.
0: So, a uh, little announcement on our end of the show. Frank's going to be take stepping away in October just for one month. Just that's to breaking kind of, news. Yeah, that's the break that's, that's breaking that's news. Breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Oh man, too
2: late. Wait, here we go. Breaking news. No, 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 on the tour live
3: throwing me out it's it's an agree we're not throwing you it's out sabbatical. you sabbatical
0: you you needed a one month sabbatical which i think is more than fair when you're trying to get something up off the ground like not that. Paid. So he's gonna yeah he's I'm gonna get he's gonna step back <laughs> That's right he's gonna step back for the month of october we're gonna have a series of in-studio co co-ho- co-hosts oh. that can never take your place well
3: you never know what if what if you go frank never take your yeah, place we like these guys a little better no, we like this format no a no you don't know dave you we have
0: know. So far we have co-hosts line up for the 3rd, 17th, 24th, and 31st, and we're not going to tell you who they are until the day of. Let's, uh, let let it be a surprise. Yeah. But I did just put it out on Twitter that somebody who comes up with the most creative response can be our in-studio co-host on uh, Wednesday, October 10th. Oh, okay. We record every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And Wednesday, October 10th at 1 o'clock, that slot is open, and I'm going to take somebody straight off Twitter to be our in-studio. And the Twitter handle is? I'm
3: very proud that I taught you well at that. What do you mean? That you have to You taught me that? Absolutely. To have a successful show, you got to tape at the exact same time every week, just like Letterman, just like Carson, just like the big shows. You you taught me that? You taught me that? Yeah, Dave, I did. I taught you how to wear a <laughs> set of headphones, too.
0: Yeah. So, if, so yeah, you if had you them on the side of your you head. You can go to our Latour Live. <laughs> like Corky Goldstein on this side. Hello. <laughs> if you can go to Latour Live. Our Twitter feed is at capital L-A underscore capital T-O-R-R-E underscore capital L-I-V-E. Latour Live. Look us up. Feed if if you follow us, we follow you back. Just do a quick... Key search on Latour Live. You sh- you could find us, and we'll see if you're good enough to uh, sit in Frank's seat on October
2: 10th. Are we going to talk about what we're watching? What? You, hit your, you, you, muted, yourself, you muted yourself, Frank. You oh, muted yourself, Frank.
3: Are we going to? 35 gonna, five years. Th- I never. I always forget it's over here. 30. Um, 30 are, you gonna, are we going to talk years. about what we're
0: watching? How much time do we have left, Parksy? Five. I cannot Frank, stop. Frank, Frank, Frank. <laughs> Let me start it off. Yeah. Just because it's your last five minutes for a month doesn't mean we change the rules around here. Frank, what are you watching?
3: I cannot stop
0: watching The Norm MacDonald Show. The Norm MacDonald Show on Netflix
3: is fantastic. What, what's the format? It's a talk show. It's an interview show. Is it a 30-minute interview, one-on-one? On one? 30 minutes. It's, it's better than The Letterman Show will ever be.
0: Those things just don't interest Dave, me. Why Dave, do I care?
3: Why should I care? Because it's Norm MacDonald. Yeah, Letterman, see, Letterman produces it, doesn't
0: he? And he's got this sidekick with him. Church Ferguson is hilarious. Is that the guy that's with him? No, he played Turd Ferguson on Saturday Night Live, which
2: oh. is actually a spoof of Burt Reynolds. But yeah. anyway,
3: he, he's interviewing these guys, and it's very funny. It's the most... He doesn't even take it seriously. Yeah. And it's so good. He doesn't take it's it so, seriously. It's so... Dave, I beg you to watch it. Does right. he have one
2: guest the no, whole time?
3: Yeah. for th- The first one was David Spade, who was great. Yeah. Judge Judy was great. I watched um, Letterman. Was fantastic.
2: Letterman went on his show. Letterman Chevy, produces it, I think.
3: Chevy Chase was great.
0: Worldwide Pants
3: is this his production. To Michael, yeah. I'm on the Michael Keaton right now. Um, no kidding, it's really really good, Dave. Just start it and watch it. All right, I'm going to watch. I it. I only watch 15 minutes at a time, and then my ADD takes me elsewhere. Like, a
0: yeah, all right, object.
2: I'm going to watch it. You know, one of the I'm key things it. about this, he was on Stern to promote this, and yeah. Netflix had him audition to be on there, which was kind of like a slap Norm in the face. Norm had to
0: audition Auditioned to host that show
2: to host yeah, that maybe. show, but.
0: He's pretty funny. He's absolutely fantastic. He's one of the most underrated comedians of all time. I beg you to watch it. Yeah. Begging you.
3: Next thing is, are you watching the Sean Penn thing, the first? I I recommended it.
0: I love the first. Yeah. I love the first. How about Sean Penn? The music is great. It's awesome. Sean Penn is great. All the actors are great. Now look, like any show, sometimes you think they might have one or two more character arcs than you need in the show. But I think arcs. it's look at you. I think it's That's a I, big term. Did you hear that, Parks? I, yeah. I get a little tired of the daughter thing, but it's real, man. Like it, it feels real, yeah. and I'm, I, I've got two episodes to go, and I wish it was more than eight episodes. Yeah. I'm just finishing up Ozark. No, today I will finish up the first season of Billions.
3: The first season?
0: I'm running through. <laughs> That's like four
3: years ago. I know. I'm
0: running through Billions like hot butter now. Do you like it? I love it. I love Billions. I think it's so smart. I think it's, so, it's such a smart, smart show. I love how everybody dresses. I love how everybody dresses. How about, I love how everybody dresses. I love about Wags. I think Axe dresses a lot like I do, quite frankly. I think Wags
3: are Axe. Axe. I know you think you're Axe. I know you think, I don't think, you think, you think I'm Axe. I don't think I'm a billionaire. Is, so.
0: I don't think I'm a billionaire. Okay. okay? Uh, and Wags is nuts. Wags is um, nuts. Uh, his uh, right Wags. hand. I love Wags. I love yeah, he's he's a funny dude. He's a, with that with that goatee. And do you like uh, Paul Giamatti and his wife? It's just fantastic. It's just the show is smart. You <laughs> it's, know, it's a little convenient that she's married dominatrix? to him. No, forget that. That she's married to him, but is also the team psychologist for Axe Capital. I think that's... It's just a great show. I know, yeah, I think it's, it's a, great, a show. great show. I still have... I, I'm not. I haven't. I've just fallen off on Ozark, and I gotta get back on that. Horse.
3: Oh, it was a great episode. It was a great.
0: I gotta. Get, 10 I'm episodes. only. I'm only two episodes in. I gotta get back. Oh, on it's the great. Horse. I gotta get back. It, on it
3: horse. picks up. It's good. It's solid. And you See? don't game at all, do you?
0: No. You game at all? No, I don't game at all.
3: I just bought a headset. I'm an adult. I bought a headset. I'm an adult. Whatever, dude. I don't need to do games. <laughs> I just bought a headset. For I play my games. Xbox. I play dude. games
0: for a living.
3: I'm playing Laura Croft. I play Life.
0: I play Life, Frank. I play, life. <laughs> I play. Hey, so listen, man. You gonna miss the show? Or you well, just yeah. don't really care.
3: Well, Dave, I've been doing radio. Yeah. Are you, gonna I, miss, are you gonna miss, I, I gonna miss you gonna miss doing the toy live Absolutely. Maybe what, we'll have you if call if in one day. day. What if I came back and said, Dave? Can I make it two weeks?
2: He's only he's four, only so. going away for a month.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you, but that month is a long time in uh, radio world. He's,
2: he's already hinting, Frank.
0: What yeah, he wants me out.
2: Yeah, I, he's I, already I, hinting. Did you see that?
0: This is what they call hinting at all. I want to know if he's gonna miss the show. Change It's just a simple question. You guys are reading something stupid into it, Art Frank. Are you going to miss the show, Parks? He's going to pull the Irish exit. Oh, away. for God! you
2: know, oh Frank. One um, minute, thirty seconds. If
0: I could Irish gone. exit out of here, I
2: would. Let you, me tell you're you. You to have to. You have to Tottenham exit out of here.
0: Yeah, I'll miss this show. But
3: you have don't the Tottenham forget.
2: song queued up, don't you? Oh, I Man. can. Yeah, I can. Obar
3: you're supposed a to have it queued up. Starting next I week. October. Yeah, so you're
0: still doing the old barn hockey show, but not Latour Live. I
3: can't pause that. Eleven no, seasons. No,
0: and plus the hockey season.
3: Plus starting, I have I much get. more listeners on that show than this show. So are I you cannot, sure
0: about that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Are you sure? The old barn hockey show. Yeah, absolutely. You think you got more listeners are for the Hershey Bears than the exciting Latour Live, where Did we touch I on, on every, every issue? issue on the Bears
2: WHP den. flame, flame? I,
0: I fill up the Bears' den. Whatever. I think it's only fitting that we end this show in an argument had a great time on Latour Live this week. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Paul Stockton, for talking a little TMI with us. Barksy, as always, thanks on the big board. Central Pennsylvania radio icon with his sunglasses on, Frank Schofield. I will miss you, even though you won't miss the show. I will miss you, Dave. I'll be back. I'm looking forward to coming back. All right. We'll talk to every... Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk to every... <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening. Latour Live, WHP 580.